Connecting Indigenous musicians and artists to the world. Welcome to Indigenous Superstars with your host, Rhonda Head. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to the show. I'm coming to you live from Begetti, Manitoba, the heart of Opasquiat Cree Nation. And I uh, just want to let you know that uh, the show is being streamed live on on YouTube on my YouTube channel. So you can go onto my YouTube channel and you can subscribe and go check out the awesome artists that I've interviewed in the past. And we're also streaming live on Twitter, on, on my Facebook page, on my fan page, and on the Indigenous Superstars page. Also want to let you know that we're we're also on my on the Indigenous Superstars website. And it also goes on um, iHeartRadio podcast and iTunes podcast and Spotify podcast. So it's really, it's really getting out there. And we also have it on Social Distance Pow. So it's just, everyone's, hopefully everyone will get to, to listen to the, to the shows because they're really fantastic artists that I, that I get to have conversations with and they get to perform for us live as well. They're, they're awesome original music. Other thing that I'm still working on is the is the Indigenous Superstar app, so that uh, that'll be coming soon. So I'm really excited about that as well. And I have a really amazing guest tonight, like I always do every time the show is. Indigenous artists are so awesome. So tonight we have Tara, Tara Williamson, and I'm going to just read her bio for you. Tara Williamson is a Victoria-based poet and provo provocateur, the spark that ignites the flame. A First Nations singer-songwriter, her music is an unflinching document of self, the truth that hurts before it heals. Her first two EPs, Lie Low, produced by Jane McKenty and Indian Summer, produced by Kenny Starr, were received with praise and made it on numerous music blogs and countdowns across Turtle Island. Her newest album, Songs to Keep Us Warm, produced by Jim Bryson, built on the clever songwriting and expressive vocals heard in her first two EPs while revealing the deep heart of an artist willing to risk vulnerability in the pursuit of emotional truth. These songs, remind, these songs remind us how love changes our voice. Songs to Keep Us Warm features collaborations with Leanne Simpson and Chris Dirksen and was nominated for Best Pop Album at the 2017 Indigenous Music Awards. Not only a recording and performing artist, Tara is also a professional writer and educator. She's she served as the editor of the online Indigenous media platform, Indian and Cowboy, and uh, spearheaded by Ryan McMahon, and is developing a musical about missing and murdered Indigenous women under the mentorship of Thompson Highway. Please welcome my beautiful friend, Tara Williamson. Yay! Just so extra. So always feel so extra listening to your like fancy, you know, someone read your fancy professional bio. It's awesome. Congrats, yeah, thanks. 
It's so impressive. <laughs> so glad that you were able to be my guest tonight. Me too. I know we keep we we keep scheduling. We, we're gonna make it happen. We kept scheduling and rescheduling, but it was gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna happen. It's happening right now, live on on Indigenous Very right. great. <laughs> so I'm gonna ask you a couple of questions before we get to hear your first piece. Uh, I just want to ask you, like, what inspired you to get into music? Wow, I don't even know. I mean, I guess, you know, my uh, parents, my mom said I always liked music and would dance and dance around and sing when it came on. But, you know, I think it was I had um, a public music school teacher, Pat Ray, Mrs. Ray, who um, I think I was grade seven or grade eight or something when um, she told my parents, she was like, Tara should probably take voice lessons. Like Tara's really musical. And and I also had some friends who had a, a piano and we would play I remember Brian Adams. We played a lot of Brian Adams and the easy songbooks. And so it was just sort of organic. Like nobody in my family is really musical. Like both my brothers sort of played a bit of guitar here and there, but it was just uh, sort of organic. And then people recognizing in me that I like that music, that I should probably play music and how can we make that happen? So, yeah. So public music, there should be music classes in public school. And that's what got you started into into writing your own music? Yeah, yeah. So after that, so after my, so I did start taking voice lessons. And um, and then my parents got me, it was my grad gift, but they got it for me when I was like 15 or 16, like before I graduated. I'm glad they knew I was going to graduate. Uh, but um, they got me a, a, a keyboard when I was about six, 15 or 16. And that's when I started writing music. And I, I actually, I'm, there's probably only one other person, one of my best friends who remembers my very first song. I, it was so bad, but it wasn't, it was great. It was a 15 year old writing a song, but so yeah, I, so I started writing music. I listened to a lot of Sarah McLaughlin because that's my generation. And um, so, yeah, so that, yeah, people recognizing I should play music and take lessons. And then my parents doing, you know, we didn't have a lot of money or anything like them buying me a keyboard was a big deal. And so being able to be in my room, my brothers always said they knew when I was angry or having feelings, because I would put my headphones into my keyboard and they could just hear me. They could just hear the sound of like banging on the, <laughs> on the piano. So um, yeah, so I guess that's it. Like it's sort of, again, it just sort of happened, you know, when you, when like, you can't not do it, you can't not, like if, if it's in you, you can't not do it. And I was lucky that I had people who, uh, helped me do it. That's awesome. Yeah, that's true. When it's in you, you cannot do it. It comes out. It it wants to come out, and it will, right? Mm -hmm. It's so uh, so awesome. So, where do you get your melodies from? From your from your songs? Um, you know, so I so uh, um, so sometimes, like for a long time, I would write. Uh, like I play chords on the piano and then I would work around that. Um, and I still do that sometimes, but more recently, I don't know. They just say they, they come to me and if I'm like, I'll record them on my phone or something now, if they come to me or I'll. Um, and so now I've actually been doing, or the last few years I've been doing it the other way around where I like have a melody and then I work the accompaniment to the melody, um, except for guitar. Cause guitar is my second, like is my secondary instrument. And so um, I guess, third instrument and so guitar I still like I, I learn I like I try to I try to play around because I don't I only know like I'm not that great at guitar I shouldn't apologize because I'm going to play guitar later but um <laughs> so I so I don't know where 
they come from. Some songs, you know, some songs are, I call them gift songs where they just like, it just happens and I, it comes out all at once and other ones, um, you know, you have to work at more. It's always influenced by what I'm listening to at the time. So like depending, if I'm listening to a lot of pop music, it'll be really poppy or folk music or whatever. But yeah, sometimes they just, they just, they just come to me while I'm walking or while I'm walking, actually walking. They come to me a lot while I'm walking and I walk a lot. So that's awesome. So we're, we're at the time of the show where we're, we're going to get to hear one of your pieces. Are you ready to play? Sure. Yeah. Let's get right to it. Oh, it's just me. Okay. So this song is, um, uh, it's called the prairies and I, I wrote it a long time ago. Actually, I wrote it when I was like 19 living in Montreal and then I recorded it on the songs to keep us warm album, but I recorded a different version um, because I wanted to change the melody because I'd been playing it for so long. But when I play it live, I always go back to the original melody. And I've been thinking a lot about home and the prairies. So uh, especially today, guys, lockdown. Jeez. Okay. I wallow in my heart 
in your hunger for ferocious love. I will show you harvest moon. I put Kleenex beside me because sometimes it makes me cry. So, I, and I'm missing everyone. So, oh, I was that just... was beautiful. Yeah, I'm here. I am in the prairies, and I'm thinking about the prairies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, because I'm from, so like I'm from OCI. I mean, I'm from. I grew up in Swan. I was adopted, so I grew up in Swan Lake. But I, yeah, I remember at OCN. So also like yeah, OCN. I was going to mention that that you're from OCN, and OCN is the community where I'm from. So we're uh, we're probably cousins, right? Probably, probably we are. Especially like I see nobody in my family is a musician, but probably it's you. Yeah, <laughs> Actually, that's not true. My niece, my niece Haven, uh, is a musician. So oh, they're cool. yeah, they're coming up. That's awesome. Maybe she'll be. Uh, maybe I'll be interviewing her in a couple maybe, of days. Right? Maybe. Yeah. So I I want to talk about uh, an award that you just won. Mm. The Joseph S. Stauffer Award that you received from the Canada Council for the Arts. Can you can you tell us about that? Uh, I can tell you it was a really big honor and surprise. Like I've never won a, a prize, an award like that before. So uh, yeah, so they they uh, pick people in um, visual arts, writing, and music every year. And as far as I understand, what happens is you get recommended from. The jury, so I'd received a Canada Council grant to do my next album, actually, uh, which is mostly done. I just have to figure out how to release it in COVID. And um, out of that jury process, they send it to a next, uh, another jury, I guess, another sort of a group of professionals. And so, yeah, it was such an honor. It was such a, like, it felt really, because, like, I don't know how you define where you are in your career but I feel like I'm mid-career like I'm no longer like brand new and exciting and everyone's like oh who's this now it's like ah eh, she makes music whatever and I'm not so it's sort of this in-between stage where you almost have to hustle more and you have to like you know push it more and and so and and they called me like uh relatively early on in pandemic like like I knew for a couple months before they announced it and it was such a it felt really it, I mean a it feels great of course to be recognized but also just at that time you know we're all like 
how are we going to make music again? When's the next time we're going to be in a place again? And does this even matter? And all those sorts of things. So it was a really good boost to remind you like, oh yeah, art does matter. And it is, and people are paying attention. And so, yeah, I was very, very honored to receive it. It's so exciting. I was so happy to hear when you won that award. Congratulations. Congrats. Thank you. <laughs> I also want to let the audience know that, that you're, um, you're very academic. <laughs> you're a professional writer and an educator mm-hmm. and, and uh, you have several degrees. Can you tell us about all the degrees that you have? (laughs) Sure. Uh, It's actually, it's funny because earlier, like saying like you can't not make music. When I uh, went to school, I didn't stop playing per se, but like kind of because I was focusing on and I was trying to be like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to be a musician. I don't know why. I just didn't want, I was like, I don't want to be a musician. I want to do other things. Um, and so I got so I got all these degrees. And I remember at the end of when I con when I convocated with the last ones, I was saying, like, oh, I wonder what I'll do now. And my dad was like, You're gonna get a job. Like, even if I need some. <laughs> um, so I have a, a social work degree. I did a BSW at um the University of Manitoba. And then I did a law degree at the University of Victoria and also a master's in arts from an in indigenous governance. And so I have th- I have three degrees. And uh, so I took like essentially took almost 10 years off of music. And then at the end of all of this, my dad's like, you should get a job, Tara. And then uh, within a couple of years, like I mean, I teach at uh, colleges and universities in different places. I currently work at the Indigenous Law Research Unit, which is this really cool job looking at like um uh not not like not necessarily traditional law but indigenous law and like how communities can revitalize that and uh, but after a couple years after all that schooling I realized I couldn't not play music so I've been so it's figuring out how to balance it which I'm not super great at yet maybe never will be but um yeah I went to school for a long time and thank miigwech Sien for paying for a lot of that not all of it, but a lot of that school. So <laughs> yeah, OCN is a great supporter of of their members for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I read, yeah, some of the comments that are coming in. Um, Falcon Ann said hello, my friend. Oh, you're, do I, is, is it my friend or your friend? Do I know Falcon? Oh, your Who's friend Falcon? and Yuri Kapla. C Z A P L A. He said very good. Jack Holland said, wow, beautiful voice and awesome talent. I love piano. Can't play to save my life, but people <laughs> love hearing it. Wow, Sherry Burns from OCN said, cool and wow. And she's really uh, uh, excited to hear you. And mm-hmm. Otana Brown from uh, New Mexico said, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that must mean that must mean you're awesome. Uh, it must, yeah, we'll just it must mean that's what it must mean. <laughs> Yes, I know Utana. I met her a couple of years ago in uh, um, New Mexico, and she's a big fan of Indigenous artists. So thank you for tuning in, Utana. Yeah, thanks everyone for tuning in. It's always like we were saying, it's like how hard it is, you know, again, with like COVID and how do you play and whatever. So it, right. it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, re- it's really great that the audience gets to be part of the show as well. Mm-hmm. And, and they and a lot of them tune in every week and or or when I have the show I usually have it twice a week, and a lot of them tune in all the time and watch and or if they can't tune in they'll watch it at a later date. So it's really I have a really awesome program called Streamyard and it works really well for for the show. So yeah, and I'm really glad that um, 
that uh, you got to come on today. And Tana said, you're welcome, Ron. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Tana. Also, like, we just, you know, we just interpreted your language or whatever, you know. We <laughs> yeah, hope, so hope we were pretty close. I don't know. <laughs> Is that, what does that mean in your language? I'm not sure if I'm saying that correctly. So it must mean that you're you're um, appreciating the the music for sure. Like I'm sure everyone else is. <laughs> oh, it means hello. Oh, oh it means hello. Because look, we're just like it must mean you're awesome. Because uh <laughs> you're awesome. You're awesome too. I was trying to think of when we met. Do you remember when we met? I was trying to think. I don't remember exactly. I feel like I feel like I remember introducing myself to you somewhere. We met, I believe, at one of the, I believe it was Pony Corral. At the IMAs, when yeah. I was, yeah. Yeah, when, when uh, they were having a, um, I don't know, it was an open mic at that time. That was yeah. kind of a shit show of a thing, hey? That was such a, I was like, what? I'm, I was supposed to just be hosting, and then I turned into the stage manager, trying to do sound, doing everything. I was like, wait, this is, but it was fun. <laughs> it was super fun. <laughs> yeah, I got to host it one year at the Kingshead <gasps> Pub. And oh my god, it was so much fun! <laughs> oh yeah, it's so and then like everybody's there from everywhere. Like that's again that vibe. I'm looking forward again to that like vibe of people are there and from everywhere and sharing music and supporting each other and like yeah. Isn't that the greatest feeling when you're in a room full of artists? How that, oh that energy that that we all give off on each other yeah. is so amazing, and I can't wait to have that feeling again when we get to meet up again and and uh, yeah, just um, embrace each other and, and love each other, and it's just I just miss that and miss all our our friends and family that we made on the on the music circuit. I know. And think about how much and also like I mean I at the beginning of end of last year, beginning of this year, because last year I did a lot of traveling and like you know, you travel a lot anyway. But end of the year I was like, Okay, you've got I Terry, you gotta figure out you can't travel this much. It's not like it's too much. And um, but I didn't mean for it to be a pandemic. Like I didn't mean to cut off all my travel forever, but so I'm also looking forward to not as much travel, but uh, traveling to all be together again right. Mm -hmm. right i totally miss traveling totally yeah, miss it. yeah you travel a lot yeah you drove me home from the airport last time I, we were traveling <laughs> <laughs> i uh i was supposed to be in australia and new york and los mm. angeles and vancouver and winnipeg so i totally miss traveling and miss meeting people and being with uh, the music family and friends and it's just it's yeah, and Kate, for, for, for viewers who may not have, I mean, I'm sure you've pieced it together, but for viewers, like, Rhonda's, like, the social butterfly and the connector of people at these things. Like, I've met so many people through Rhonda just being like, oh, I just happened to, I've just been chilling with this really, like, cool, wonderful musician from XYZ. And, yeah, so if that wasn't obvious to viewers, like, yeah, you were the social butterfly of the, <laughs> of the event. Yeah, and that's and and that's one of the reasons why the show the show came about was I I you know all our gigs got canceled so I thought we need to well I need to how are we gonna get our music out there and keep promoting our music and because our music is so beautiful and the world mm -hmm. needs to hear it and so I came up with the show and and I had so many friends around the world who who uh, that that I would love to interview and and there's still lots more that I have to interview. Mm -hmm. and, and it's so exciting. And and one of my friends said, well, how come you're doing a show twice a week? I said, because he goes, you're going to run out of musicians. I went, oh, mm, mm -hmm. no way. 
there's so many indigenous musicians i know people don't know right people like you see you know there's this all over yeah amazing musicians right that's it's not like yeah totally totally so i thought no we'll never i'll never run out of musicians because there's emerging musicians coming up too and and uh you know there's just so many to interview I know. And everyone loves you. So it's also like, you know, you ask, you're like, yeah, of course, I want to hang out with you on your show. Yeah, it's so much fun. I just love it. It brings joy to my heart for sure. Mm -hmm. So with that, we're going to go with your second song. So you're okay. Okay. Okay, I hope my guitar guitar needs to be, uh, 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 needs a tune-up, but it's COVID. So I I don't even know if the guitar shop's open or... How that works. Also, I just made all these comments about how it's not my best instrument, but it doesn't matter. We're chilling. Um, so this is a, a, a song I wrote in in COVID. It's a COVID song called Shelter in Place. And um, I'm uh, working on it being a duet with a friend of mine right now. We're going to try and figure out how to make it a duet and record it. Across. He's in Ontario. Like We're going we're gonna to figure it out. Uh, we're all going to be creative about it, but... What does it mean to be still? To watch the world go by While you're frozen in time What does it mean to be well? Do you see me? I'm trying. I'm trying. I try. Shelter in place when you're lost. Shelter in place, and I'll come find you when the days don't mean. Nothing to anyone, your heart is tired, your mind is overrun. Shelter in place, I'm coming to bring you home. What does it mean to be alone? Infinite time, but nowhere to go. Nobody dies before their
doesn't make to be still to watch the world go by while you're frozen in time what does it make to be well No, you see me, I'm trying, I'm trying, I try. Awesome. Good, thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Put that back. Hey, yeah, COVID song, COVID songs. I know. I have, I'm working on a COVID song. I was going to ask. I was like, I was like, lots of, it's been months. It's been months now. Like our dreams have COVID in them now. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, I've, I've been working on my, uh, uh, well, the, the words are pretty well almost done. Now I'm just going to work on the, on the melody. So that's where I'm at. And are you, cause I know you uh, sing a lot in Cree. Are you fluent in Cree? I'm not fluent in Cree, but uh, the more that I sing in the Cree language, cause I have to, to research the, the Cree language and, and that my um my language has come back. Yeah. Singing music is one of the best ways because I like I was um so I was adopted Nishnabek, so I but I was raised by my uh, a lot by my cuckoo and so I grew up with a lot of language. Like I like really understood lots when I was little and um as I yeah as I as it's when you say it comes back, you're like, I don't know where it went somewhere. People stopped talking to me when you went to school or whatever, but music is one of the best ways to, and you know, cause you sing classically, like I train classically. So it's like, yeah, I can sing in French and Italian and German and Latin, all these other languages. Um, but so I think it's amazing when you're like, I love listening to your songs in Cree uh, and same with Thompson highway, Thompson highway has some great songs in Cree uh as well because it's uh it's such a it's just it's it's such a good way to learn a language and to remember it yeah it's great that's for sure i, I find that, that I, well i used to well i do like i sing in, in italian and french and latin and spanish and mm. portuguese and i thought well you know what i thought i just put a hold on it i went hold on a second <laughs> i need i should be singing in my own language Okay, so listen, I, I know we're I know it's past 30 minutes, but that's what so I actually I went to music school very briefly. I went to the conservatory at McGill for about six weeks. Uh and I was, but one of the reasons there's a few reasons I left uh and essentially dropped out and didn't tell anyone till way later. Um one of them was exactly that, was that I was like, I'm singing in all of these languages, doing all this, and I can't, I don't know any traditional songs I can't sing in my language like it felt really I don't know disingenuous or insincere or something and I have I I try and use here and there I'll put language in songs the best that I can but um so yeah so I love that you're doing that you're realizing it thanks so so what I did with my my song is I started translating the words into Cree and mm -hmm. I found that and like an Italian song, I put Cree in there, and it was the same. Like this. What same. song? What song is it? I just wonder if I know. Uh, uh, I I did it with um, Omio Babino Caro. Oh yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, hey, wait a minute. And then I started to see like um, the the 
Cree language is flowing beautifully as, as Italian and, and in French. And I thought, whoa, Cree is, is another language of love. Because it's so beautiful. It is. And it's yeah. Perfectly. I thought, wow, I, I discovered something amazing. <laughs> could I, could I, could I, like, I'm just putting it out there. There's no pressures or whatever. One of my favorite, one of my favorite songs is Amarilli Mia Bella. So if you were looking in, you know, if you're, as you continue to do Italian songs in Cree, Amarilli Mia Bella and Caro Mio Ben are two of my favorite, oh, two of my favorite art songs. Okay. Message me those uh, songs and I'll, I'll do some research on it. I know Carmium. Car, Car, oh man, that was yeah. one of the first songs I looked today. Yeah, because I was going to say, I was going to say, because like that was, yeah. yeah, it was like grade seven, grade eight vocal or yeah. something. But yeah, okay. Yeah, cool. Okay, awesome. I would love to. to uh, Just putting, it's, it's like your show interviewing me and I'm putting in requests for you for songs. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome though. That's cool. That's, so so where can the audience find your music on online? yeah so uh so my website is terrawilliamson.net because i there's there's so there's another tara williamson and it's great we're in touch with each other we get each other's she's in portland she does jazz um so i'm.net i think she's.com uh a plug for another musician uh but uh, so i do have music on bandcamp so if you just bandcamp tara williamson google there's one album missing from Bandcamp for whatever reason that we're figuring out um but like Apple all the places so like Spotify Apple Music all the places if you just sort of google and um look stuff up I have um the most I, I again I have a new album hope like we're figuring it out in COVID how to release it so there is a single called Enfolding that's just the newest single um, from that album um, and again I think if, I think if you just google it'll show up on any of your streaming platforms even ones I don't even know exist like Deezer do you know what Deezer I don't know I just I know that about, I heard about Deezer <laughs> me too but I don't really know what it is but I know my song is there but apparently I'm in there too <laughs> exactly exactly you're like I don't even know what streaming platforms I'm on but pretty much any one that you use you should be able to find it. Oh, my microphone fell off. Sorry. And, and I'm going to be adding one of your songs to the uh, Indigenous Superstars uh, Spotify playlist. So oh, great. It'll be on there, too. And I'm going to be promoting it again probably within, uh, within the week again to let the audience know on social media that all these amazing um, artists that are are on there that I have interviewed so far. Yeah, I'm honored to be on it. I've seen the people like, yeah, I've seen and yeah, I'm honored to be on it. There's are amazing artists and you're right. There's endless like that when people think there's only whoever they've heard of. Oh, there's lots. There's lots. Tons, tons, tons of musicians. So I just want to announce that the uh, next musical guest is Fawn Wood. Uh, stay safe, stay healthy. Do you have any parting words that you want to say? I just want to say, because again, I know today's the day Manitoba went into full lockdown. So I, same thing. I just want to say, like, stay safe and uh, follow, you know, it sucks for everyone. But if you just stick to the the crappy guidelines that suck, it means maybe I can come home for Christmas. So, uh, yeah, stay safe and stay healthy and, and uh, really, you know, really appreciate people right now because we all miss each other. So. Yeah, we miss we sure miss each other. Make sure you uh, providing COVID is 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 over or or uh, has is under control in Manitoba. We got a visit when you come come oh, home. Yeah. Uh, I just want to give an update about about uh, 
our COVID, um, what's going on in OCN, our COVID-19 up, update. We Today we got seven new cases and we have 47 active cases in our community and 31 have recovered. And Manitoba uh, goes on code red on Thursday for four weeks. And, and uh, I'll pass through that. My reserve just went on lockdown the, the, today immediately for two weeks. So please send prayers for us. And mm -hmm. uh, please um, uh, send me out prayers to the people who have been affected by COVID in my community. Thank you. Miigwech. Tune in again next time when Rhonda interviews another up-and-coming Indigenous superstar, only on Indigenous Superstars.